It's Golf DMV, everybody. Brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports. Go to the website, golfdmvpodcast.com. Scroll down. You'll see merchandise. Purchase some merchandise. Uh, you'll see pictures. Scroll through the pictures and see where we played and, and our buddies and stuff like that. But then go to friends and sponsors of the show. You'll see uh, information there on uh, Dr. Smith, uh, best chiropractor here in the DMV, conveniently located uh, in Silver Spring, Maryland, right off the Capitol Beltway. All the information is right there at the website. We've got, uh, obviously, our usual LPGA, PGA, Corn Ferry Tour stuff we want to do. We're going to talk about the PGA Championship. Are people getting tired of Brooks Kepka? Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that. Is, is Brooks Kepka becoming the new Bryson DeChambeau? <laughs> uh, In an odd turn of events. Yeah. Speaking of Bryson DeChambeau, the LPGA is trolling uh, uh, Bryson DeChambeau and the whole Ants Gate. We'll talk about that a little bit uh, later. And a $1 million match uh, proposition that Byrne read about. Uh, so you see, people, we've got a lot to get to. So let's just start knocking this off. First and, most fo- and foremost, we've got our birthday shout-out, right, Absolutely. Abby? Yes, we do. As we would like, as the Golf DMV podcast slash radio, radio show slash podcast. Mm-hmm. And all of our listeners would like to wish uh, Miss Massey, mm-hmm. Massey's mom, a good friend of ours. I call her Mother Massey. That's, I mean, respect, you know what I'm saying? So right. she, that puts respect on that name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we would like to wish Mother Massey a wonderful, wonderful should I say her name? Age? She told me her age. Is it okay to not? Well, say- did she say you could say her age on the radio? I didn't. Show? I didn't ask her if I could say her age. But such, she was, okay. her such age. a smooth birthday, birthday shout out. And so she smooth. told me her age, so I'm not going to say it. I'm just okay. going to say happy birthday to Mother Massey. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm Here we well, go. This is going to be podcast late. Uh, she's had a wonderful day. I just talked to her, <laughs> um, and I hope you have many more <laughs> birthdays. And a shout-out from the Golf DMV community. Yeah, mother of our good friend Valerie Massey. And you said that Mother Massey is going to listen to this for her shout-out. Yes, she is. Oh, so I- you need to be on your best behavior, Lawrence Brooks. I will not. <laughs> uh, mother Massey, please please turn off the podcast now. Yeah, there's no <laughs> need to listen now. <laughs> yeah, Mother Massey, cut it off now. <laughs> no point in listening because Lawrence is going to say something that I'm going to have to edit and delete anyway uh, to make it suitable for your ears. Um, so, yeah, we were on the Beltway Golfers podcast. Lawrence said he subscribed to it. I subscribed to it while we were on there because we support one another. I don't, yeah. you know, people look at certain things and think competition. No, I think it's all momentum. And he's been on our show before, and so we were on his show, and he loves golf. We love golf. It's a different show than ours. Um, uh, uh, and, uh, yeah, so maybe we'll have him on again. We were talking about doing kind of a joint collaboration event uh, where, you know, we do a live show, and you can hear it on our show or you can hear it on his show. But we'll do, do a show together live somewhere. Right. And, um, and I was going to say, don't forget, you know, this is his, his originally just an IG feed, you mm-hmm. know, 2,100 followers. So check right. him out on IG, if you, even if you don't want to listen to the show. Um, tons hold of on, pictures. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How, how he get more IG followers than us? He's been, been doing it longer. I think he's been on IG longer than, than we yeah, have. Has he? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah he's been cranking. IG numbers is, 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 is putrid. <laughs> We're working on that. We're working on that. But, yeah. but, now, but, now, he's, but now he's in the podcast space, like Claude said. We're all helping each other out. Yeah, yeah okay. So all it's right. all good. So we'll do that. Um, let's jump right in. Um, let's talk about this PGA championship. Um, uh, so – to me, this was exactly what, you know, sport, star, uh, sport fans who are starved for action needed. You know, um, the, all the tournaments back in were good. Some had some intrigue, some storylines. You know, Bryson DeChambeau getting big, but then 
seemingly, you know, not lifting weights anymore. So he's just big as opposed to muscular and pudgy. Um, and, and then he's driving the ball along um, and he's got all sorts of kind of stuff going on. And, you know, and, and so we had some storylines. Um, but here, uh, you know, we had competition. I mean, yes, you saw right. it rounding out in the third round. I mean, the, the, and not, not only was it a lot of people near the top within uh, uh, the lead, a lot of big names. I mean, Dustin Johnson was near the top. Uh, um, you saw Brooks Koepka, um, uh, Jason Day while. near the top. I'm sorry, what was that? I said for a little while. You said Brooks Koepka. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, for a little while. And uh, so just over – so just, just, just without going into any detail, um, how much did you guys watch? And overall, because I think it, I thought it was an excellent third round mm-hmm. and an excellent an excellent finish uh, finish to it. And I like when golf is being played on the West Coast because you know being here on the East Coast, yes. man, you can do whatever you want during the day. It's five o'clock and things are just getting started. You know, yes. you kick your feet up and you watch it all night. Yeah, yeah. I'll, you and me, who's going first? Okay, so uh, so yeah, I watched. What's about, funny? Here's what's uh, funny about this moment here. Well, I caught myself being a radio professional before I interviewed with Alex, and you know, because he was asking me, he asked me a question, so then, so then I started to get you know um, arrogant a little bit, and so I said, yeah. And so here's a, here's an interview tip too, man. Like on the show, you know, when you want to when you ask a question, instead of just asking a question without directing it to somebody, when there's multiple people on the show, there'll be that <laughs> awkward silence, and no one will know when to go. And so maybe just. But when you ask the question, say, hey, let's start with you, Vern. And then what do I do the first time I ask someone on this stupid show a question? I just open it up without any direction, and we have the awkward silence, and nobody knows to go first. Because I'm a jerk. And that's just how, that's how you know, the karma and, and energy and stuff works. Anyway, Vern, you go right ahead with that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. That's all right. We got to know our teammates. We got to pick them up, LB. Just somebody start talking. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I watched about, you said, how much did I watch? I said I watched. Three quarters of it, so I was proud. Nice. I was happy about that. Um, and again, it helped that it was on the West Coast because I could do stuff during the day. And because there are no sports like NBC and I think Golf Channel or whatever, they were just running it all night. They like the live right. broadcast happened. There was like a recap, and then they just started it again. So oh, really? late at yeah, it's so late at night. I got to see the earlier parts of the round. Um, yeah, I loved it, man. I loved it. I, I like that. I said if you guys listened to the previous podcast from a week ago, I said I set the over under players who were going to complain at four and a half. And I think I lost. I went over. I think I mm-hmm. lost because I didn't really hear anybody complaining at all. Yeah, probably because it was gettable in, in the first round. What's up, Claude? I did take the under. Just for you right did. Claude yeah, won. I took yeah, the yeah, 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 Go yeah. right ahead for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead. No roll. He's in no roll, folks. <laughs> he is. Um, yeah, so I watched it, loved it. Like you said, Claude, at the end, I was just surprised. Sunday when, when, when LB and I got done with golf and I came home, I'm like looking at the leaderboard. Like so many people, so many uh-huh. big names within – two you know two to three shots and uh, i did not have colin i did not have colin you know shooting up there like that at the end or whatever um i just figured you know brooks which i guess we'll get to later was big game brooks or (laughs) or jason day or one of these guys was gonna creep up dustin johnson just really quick i'm you know i told lb sunday i said dustin johnson just has this when he shot up when i saw him at the top saturday at the end of the round even when he's playing well he just kind of looks like I don't really care. He doesn't care. Yeah, I don't right, bother. Right. His whole whatever. demeanor is just so blank. It's, it's like, like <laughs> if I win, great. So him falling out of it, I kind of don't know if he was upset or not. Just like, oh, I'm not winning now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, whatever. Cool. Yeah. And it was awkward. I was last thing. It was just. It was funny that like, it sucks to have like Morikawa 
win ahead of you, and then like we have to keep looking at the, the last group. <laughs> <They just> get, <laughs> so watch. Thought, yeah. So now we're looking at the uh, the B team putting <laughs> for you know twenty thousand dollars. Oh, we missed it. Okay, nobody cares. Let's get to the clubhouse and talk to <laughs> to Mark Collins. So, but all in all, yeah, good tournament. I think the setup was good. I like that the rough was getting cats on on the last oh, day. Yeah. It was tricky to see even on that hole that he drove. LB, you know, uh, uh, I think Glenn sent me a text. My brother-in-law was like, hey, that was a dope shot. And I first, the first thing I did was look at the distance. I was like, 294? That's, <laughs> that's, I mean, for the pros, that's pedestrian. But he right, reminded right. me, he's like, no, on the major where if you miss that shot, right. you're done. That was a clutch. Yeah, so he was right. So that was a clutch shot for my work, yeah. and, and he deserved to win. <laughs> yeah. So, I, again, I, I, to echo what Vern just said, I enjoyed it, too. Uh, we got done. I got home, took a shower put my feet up in my recliner and had remote in my hand. I should take that back. I set the remote and then I set it down because I didn't need to change channel no more. <laughs> um, it was great to see that many guys that close in the, in, you know, uh, to the, to winning, to have the, to have the chance of winning uh, th- that far into the tournament. Cause at one point, I think when, by the, when they were like in hole 14 or so, it was at least eight to 10 guys mm-hmm. were within. Yeah. With, within two shots of the lead, um, I was I was rooting for a couple guys. I was rooting for Tony Finau because I, of course. I mean he, I mean because he was, I just wanted him to win one. Me too. I, I like Tony. You know what I'm saying, too. and he was there. But in in and to his credit, this time he did not pee his pants <laughs> on on Sunday and actually put up a, a good score. Right. Um, just wasn't good enough. Yeah, but just wasn't good enough. Colin's shot though. I mean, when he chipped in. Yeah, uh, I guess that was hole fourteen or fifteen when he chipped in from the from the uh, fairway. I guess it was really the fairway. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. This, you know, it's like the gods have like just touched them on the head and said, okay, baby, mm-hmm. this is your this is your time to shine. Right. Um, and even like he was saying with Ver- or with Vernon uh, and Glenn with that the shot on the dr- on the uh, eight on the sixteenth. Sixteenth, yeah. I, 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 it's it's one thing to hit it two hundred and ninety yards and let it right. roll up there. It's another thing to hit it 290 yards into a 10-yard window. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's, that's what was amazing to me. And I've, and I've told you this. I've said this before in the podcast. This, I mean, I don't, obviously, I don't, know, I don't know him. But just his demeanor, the way he carries himself around the course, um, his whole personality just seems to be like he's a cool guy. So I, I root for people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very disappointed with Brooks, um, <laughs> especially after he talked so much smack mm-hmm. going into the fourth round and then not to show up like that. It was a little bit disappointing, but I mean, you know, it is golf and those other guys who came up, I'm looking at the board now. I mean, Matthew Wolf, another, mm-hmm. another rookie who, who's, I mean, he, he tied for fourth, but he was only two shots, you know, what three shots back. He, he was at minus 10. Yeah. Um, Bryson DeChambeau, minus 10. So there's a lot of guys that I think um, going forward, we got to keep an eye on. Cameron Champ was right there. He yeah. was. He All was. At the end uh, as well. So I, it, it was exciting to me. I'm, and I'm glad if anybody had to win, I'm glad it was, a, and I put in air quotes, a new guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't just the same old uh, Paul Casey. I was not rooting for him. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you do have something against him. I don't remember not, what it is. Not so much. Other than, the, you know, I, I have my whole British thing that I, <laughs> they always look like they smell something bad. 
They, <laughs> they know it's kind of kind of points them in their hands like, what is that smell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted some I wanted some fresh face. I wanted somebody to win who had never won before. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm, one of you guys, I'm trying to remember which one. I, I was watching when I was watching Sunday and, I was, and, and Colin was winning. I was trying to remember which one of you guys were like real hot on him earlier this year. Like, got to watch out for this dude, Colin Moore. That was me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, that was your guy. Yeah. Because his game is just so tight. You know? Yeah, yeah. He really doesn't seem to get too rattled. I mean, he's only missed one cut since he's been in the... In the- <laughs> right. And has two wins outside of this major, yeah. right? So he's got- 15 months got- removed from college. Only been out of college right. for 15 months, and he already set a record. I guess his 36-hole <laughs> closing score is is the record in men's golf major history. All of it. Good night. 129. Yeah, 129 over 36. He's got three wins, one major. He's made 26 cuts in 27 starts. Right, and I think I think that's he walked away from yeah, that's Tiger. He he walked away from this tournament. I think making two million something like that. One two point, point something. One point nine eight. One point nine eight. Fifteen months ago, he's in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Crazy. I'll, now, word of caution. Word of caution yeah. to the golf world and to Marikawa. <laughs> just relax yourself. Just mm-hmm. fall back and chill. Yeah, you might even get another one in there. You might creep up mm-hmm. at second in the Masters. Mm-hmm. Don't start smelling yourself. Yeah, you yeah. see Smith. You see Smith behind you. You see Smith right, down, right. down the leaderboard, <laughs> cussing and banging his clubs. Right. Nobody talking about him anymore. So it's, the golf world is quick to anoint a new yeah. guy. Just fall back. I feel like uh, Bill Simmons made, uh, from the Bill Simmons podcast made a good point. He said golf is in this space right now, still a little bit post Tiger. We mm-hmm. we kind of stopped, but where basically. After Tiger had his trouble, they were just Rory next Tiger. Oh no, not him. Speed next Tiger. Mm-hmm. You know, where they're quick mm-hmm. to anoint, they want to find him. I think they're out of it now. But if he wins just a little bit more, they're gonna be like, oh, "This is the guy." This yeah. is a, this well, is we saw it, we saw it even in basketball. I mean, when Michael Jordan retired, think of all the people that everyone said was going to be the next Michael Jordan. You know what I right. mean? And it wasn't. Some could say Kobe, if you want, but to me, it wasn't until. You know, Kobe, sure, but until LeBron came in to where it was like, now you've got a guy that you could at least have a conversation about when it comes to dominance. I mean, he's yes. a guy who went to the finals nine straight years, okay? Yeah. So you can – so when it comes to dominance, so, so, so even though he's not Mike, there's a conversation. But that happened years and that years and years after. Exactly, exactly. exactly. You know, and so – you got so let's pump the brakes, you know, when it comes yeah, to yeah, yeah. the, the, well, the next guy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Just, I'm definitely rooting for the guy. And he got yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um some odds I'm odd. sorry to your point. Jordan Speed finished uh T seventy one. Of course he did. Yeah. <laughs> but he still struck fear in the hearts of people because he was <laughs> he was still playing on the weekend. So uh, <laughs> they when they see me creeping up that leaderboard, you know, they get they get scared. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to let him live that down. No, like unless unless he apologizes for that and bows the way the gentleman on the Japanese tour had to bow. You got to show contrition, Jordan. You got to show contrition. Yeah, because that's pure arrogance. You know, you can't you can't do the golf gods like that. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We go out and play around, and 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 I'll sit there and talk trash about something that LB did, and the next thing you know, I can't hit the ball. And it's because you tempt the golf gods. Yeah. And Jordan Speed, you know, he listen, he was doing great, and he definitely looked like he was going to be the truth, right? right. But he tempted the golf – like, he should have just admit that he was shook at the fact that he let that master slip out of his hand right. and that it played on his mental and his psychological and – you know, he was, I mean, he was visibly shaken putting that coat on. And he didn't know what to do. He was embarrassed. And it just admitted. But then he tried to brush it off. And no, I'm good. I'm close. 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 I'm still strike fear in the hearts. 
Golf guys ain't having that. No. They're not having it. But see, he's always been good at this his whole life. And he's always had the golf guys on his side. Now they're not on your side, Jordan. How does it feel now? <laughs> How does it feel now to, to have, you know, a 15-yard chip and you, and you chip from the rough and it lands like on the edge of the green like the rest of us? How does it feel, Jordan? <laughs> it's bad, ain't it? <laughs> Apologize. And like that gentleman on the, Jap- on the Asian tour, Japanese or whatever it was, had to bow. For, and all he did was swear or middle finger. He, he, no, he, 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 he stuck he, his he, middle he, finger he, up he, at a at a yeah. at a at someone watch at a spectator who made noise while he was on the tee box. Right, yep. and, and they were going to ban him for three yeah. years yeah. or something like that. Right, yeah. and he had, and he bowed in in humble, almost an honor killing style. Yeah. And that's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need Jordan Spieth to do. We need an honor killing to his arrogance, and then he'll be back at it again. <laughs> Uh, anyway, some odd ends from 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 uh, the PGA Championship. Yeah. Um, a few things I noticed in the third round, man. Um, all the guys from Cameron Champ, um, Hao Tong. Uh, I can't remember his last name. Yeah, uh, yeah, I need some help. I don't want to. I don't want to suppose that it's Lee. The guy, the guy before the top, you talk about? Yeah, they don't think that, I'm, that I'm racist, but no, it's Lee Lee Hao Tong. You got it. Right. Oh, Lee Hao Tong. Okay, so yeah. I just had it. I had it switched. Okay. Yeah. So he. So these guys had on. The all-black funeral gear, the yep. black pants, the black polos. I think Tony Finau had it on. And I was like, I like the all-black look. I think yeah. I'm going to go for an all-black look look here soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, no one cares about that. Okay, no, next no, time. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, I'm down. I'm down. I, I was looking at – oh, he's, I, think he, I think he might be – yeah. Uh, it, can you see it? Is he frozen? Yeah, LB's frozen. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. Guys, we're bad. doing this on Zoom. LB is frozen. Yeah, LB is frozen. No, <laughs> I, I, I'm with you, Claude. I like, I like the all-black uh, uh, business look. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently I did ask one of my friends, I do have an Asian a guy from Taiwan, my, my guy, Soy, Soy Peng, shout out to you, who I know you don't listen to the podcast. I asked him <laughs> about traditions in terms of like colors and stuff in mm-hmm. Asia. Cause you, you know, they're, um, uh, very traditional. They have like different, uh, uh, uh you know, cultural, not superstitions, but that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Like superstitions, stuff like that. And he said, white is actually, cause I thought I was like, Oh, white must be dope. He's like, no, he said in our culture specifically, I think white is like, funeral-ish, unlike, it's different. They use it. Wow. Stuff. I was like, oh. And he said black would be. So I was like, yeah, yeah. So now I'm not saying that how, that's why Hao Tong Lee was wearing that, but I, <laughs> I noticed that now when I watch Asian players on tour, I'm trying to see how many of them wear all white, and I don't see many of them doing it. So, oh, okay. Um, now, Colin, though, is born, I think he's born in, like, San Francisco. I think he's from. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think Hao Tong is, like, a legit, like, Chinese yeah, yeah, player. yeah. Right, right, right. He's from China. Okay, and he looked and he looked unbeatable for the second and third round. He did. I mean, he, he looked did. like a stone cold monster, like a beast who was going after it. It's hard to trust those early round results, though, man. Like you said, you got we were texted about it. Uh, you know, the three of us on the thread, and I'm like, yeah, I see him up there, but you know, it's what it's that thing of like, well, I've never seen him do it before, so I just kind of expect you to float around for two days right. and then just drop off. But uh, I right. think he was still near the top coming into the final round. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That final round got him or whatever. He screwed um, up on the uh, someone on the back nine, um, on the yeah. back nine of the uh, during the third round. But he was still in the mix. I mean, he was maybe two shots off or something like that heading into yeah. the fourth round, and just couldn't do it. I mean, he, he couldn't do it. Um, another odd end. Uh, this was this this was was this the because I mean you, these four rounds, but then Bryson DeChambeau was always in the news for something stupid. Was right. this the was this the tournament about the ants where he was trying to get no, that, because of, that was the previous week. Okay, so and it seems like it's this week because everybody's just been killing him on it. For two weeks and the latest to kill him, and I love the fact that this happened was um, Alexi Thompson. Yeah. So yeah. see, she hits the ball in the fairway. She legit, like she's looking at a shot. She backs off of it a little bit. Her caddy comes up to her to say, you know, what's you know what's what's happening? What are you thinking? Right. And she's like, no, I think there's some ants around the ball. And he, and then 
And then he walks away and says, okay, Bryson, you know, give me a good shot here. <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes. that's what I'm saying. He's getting clapped on the LPGA. So it's like, yeah, these ants are going to stop him hitting a good shot. I mean, I, I love it. I, and, yeah. and immediately when I saw it, I was like, yo, have y'all seen Bryson getting trolled by the LPGA? Yeah, he's sitting there on Sunday. I had to look it up. And I was like, oh, this is like from the LPGA's official official Twitter uh, Twitter <laughs> handle where they're like, yeah, like we're, he's just open season now. It's like everybody's coming after you, bro. And, you know, right. you, you, you brought it on yourself. You, you yeah, absolutely. Yourself. I mean, because, again, he, he, he does this kind of nerdy kind of picking that little small stupid stuff. Uh, and so I love seeing it. I love seeing the folks making a joke of him. I love Brooks Kepka saying something about it. I'm, I'm all about them uh, making fun of Bryson DeChambeau or anybody. I mean, even if it's Patrick Reed. Oh, and by the way, speaking of DeChambeau and Patrick Reed, DeChambeau and Patrick Reed were paired up in the third round. Yeah. I couldn't have thought of a better pairing. Put them two together. I wish there was a mic there to see if anyone was more annoying than the other. And they probably <laughs> didn't even talk to each other. To be no, no, they probably didn't. And actually, I, when I, <laughs> I saw it towards the end after you talked, after you mentioned it, and I watched it for a little bit, and I'm like, you know what? It would be more funny if like the producers of the broadcast are like, no, just don't even show them. Nobody cares. <laughs> nope. there, there has to be one cool person in your group. If it's not, then we just don't <laughs> show, show you. LB, did you see the, the whole thing with the LPGA and the um and the uh, Lexi Thompson thing? With, with the, the ants? Yeah. No, I did not. I did hear about it, but I did not see it. Oh, my no. goodness. Funniest <laughs> thing in the world. But, the yeah, Lex- I thought it was also another odd, and I thought it was fitting that Patrick Reed and, uh, and Bryson DeChambeau were paired together in the third round. Yeah, did did the weather surprise anybody? Because I know I know from past tournaments in San Fran that, that San Fran has weird weather. Mm-hmm. But it's August. I think the last time we had a major there, it was like uh, early in the spring. I was like, okay, it's colder there. When I, I just, it was just jarring the first day I looked at it. I'm like, why do I have a turtleneck? Yeah, so I, I hit up one of my homies from, uh, he's from the Bay Area. And I was like, what is it? Mm-hmm. It's August, bro. Well, it's, it should be hot pretty much everywhere. No. He said, no. He said, that is San, that yeah, he said, San Fran, he said, you'll be wearing, it's later. It's later in the year. He said, you'll be wearing shorts at Christmas, Christmas mm-hmm. time. But yeah, yeah, August, we don't, we don't get the hot weather. He said till like late September. And I was like, it yeah. just seems odd because it doesn't seem like it, but I guess it's Northern California. I don't know. I, don't, I haven't been to California. So Man, listen, somebody, there was somebody, was it the caddy or one of the players who had, for part of the third round, a hoodie on, like had his hood up while yeah. he was hitting. And I was like, number one, I love that because, you know, you don't see that on, on tour. Guys aren't playing in hoodies even when it's cold. But so I loved it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was like, like you said, it's like, wow, this weather is, is really that cold out there. And it, and it looked like it was, it looked like it was a, a little bothersome, especially it was a lot of wind too. Right. Um, that, was kind of, that, was, that was fun. Um, uh, what else? The to San Francisco, it's always been cold. Hmm. When you go down on the, on the Wolf area, they, they're selling those uh, fleece jackets. Yeah. You know, San Francisco logo, whatever on them. Mm-hmm. And they make a killing because every tourist comes down there ill-prepared for the weather. <laughs> and it's like your $35, $10 fleece that you, you will pay for because you're so damn cold. Because you're yeah. cold, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Also, speaking of um, uh, uh, the tournament, some odds and ends, uh, uh, Brooks Kepka at the end of the third round, very arrogantly talk about the golf gods, you know, <laughs> says, yeah, there's some guys up here, leaderboards crowded, but most of these guys haven't won anything. You know, DJ, uh, but he only got one, you know, <laughs> and I kind of dismissed them. <laughs> and man, I mean, that was a really, really bad look for the homie, man. Like, I think that that was like, that was a little too, too much, even for Brooks. And Vern, you, you had some thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just, I, like you said, Claude. I just, I, I thought that was too strong. Him and DJ actually used to be workout buddies too. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was like, man, that's a, that's a big swipe before. It, 
yeah, before the fourth round. Like I like I like the trash talk coming into the tournament before mm-hmm. you start. Right. Like just a little bit like, hey, but then when you start calling uh when it's other guys just dismissive, like uh <laughs> none of them Yeah, because his combo was basically like, Yeah, he said I look at the leaderboard, none of them have won, and then like you said, uh, DJ's only got one. I was like, Oh, I don't know, bro. So he set himself up for a reckoning. And then now mm-hmm. you know, uh now a lot of people who maybe don't rock with Brooks's style. I look, I look at this. They're celebrating this. Like, oh, look at you now, blah, blah, blah. I said, hold on, guys. I said, he's allowed one. He's allowed right, the right. one mistake. <laughs> he's going to fall back. And this is probably going to make it. I think this is actually going to be bulletin board. Because he, he came out recently, I think, in a, like a day ago or today. And mm. like, sent me apologized. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or he yeah, said, he I did. regret. Yeah, I regret, I regret those yeah. comments. And that's, that's, that's the end of it. But I still, I don't want him to stop being him. I don't want right, to yeah, 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 yeah. Still be, be you. Just be you closer to the end when you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and be and, and, and be choosy about it. I mean, it, it, I love when he says something about Bryson DeChambeau and slow play. You know what I mean? Yes. But so when it's like the slow play or something like that, but but or or just in general, the majors are easier because a lot of these guys psych themselves out of it before we even get started. The rest of most of them I can beat, you know, for the most part. And so there's only a few guys in the mix. Right. That's fine in a generic way, but like you said, to just call out like DJ and be dismissive when, by the way, DJ has over 20 wins on tour, you know, Brooks has a fifth of that. You know what I mean? Even though most of them are are majors still DJ wins on tour. You you know what I mean? He wins every, at least once every year. At least once every year he wins on tour. You know what I mean? And so, and, but you know what? DJ heard it and probably didn't care because DJ doesn't care about anything, but you did see Roy McElroy step up and say, you know, something I, about what Brooks said. You know, yeah. Roy's hit, Roy doesn't keep quiet about stuff. Yeah, I have the quote here, actually. So Roy said, I was watching golf, like, quote, I was watching golf last night and heard the interview and was sort of <laughs> taken aback a little bit mm-hmm. by sort of what he said and whether he was trying to play mind games or not. And that's what he told reporters after his final round. He said, if he's trying to play mind games, he's trying to do it with the wrong person. I don't think DJ really gives much of a concern about that. And you know what, Roy? You're right, because he doesn't seem to care about anything. Got that right. blank stare on his face when he's just yeah. sliding down the leaderboard. Hey, Justin, <laughs> you got to get this shot, huh? I, don't know. I feel like he just walks up to the ball and just hits the shot. He has yeah. that same blank stare on his face whether he's going up the leaderboard or sliding down. Right. It's all the same to him. Like, what I care? I'm rich. Yeah, yeah uh, pretty right. much. <laughs> Kalina Gretzky, rich. Right. I'm on boats. Right. Whatever. I've won. I've won in life. Like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, yeah. speaking of Brooks, in this week's uh, tournament, the Wyndham Championship, right now on Thursday, the first, end of the first round, Brooks is tied for 123rd <laughs> at plus two. Ooh. Well, who's who's ahead of him on the leaderboard? Has any other leader right now? <laughs> Is Mr. Uh oh. Is Mr. Harold Varner oh, right now was in the lead with uh at minus eight. He shot a, yeah, he shot a sixty-two today or whatever. Nice. Oh, man, on the first day. I hope you can I hope you get to stick around, Harold. Yeah, yeah exactly. Back. Don't fall off the toward the end. So before we leave the uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter. That's right. The uh <laughs> the PGA championship. Uh so Brooks went plus four on Sunday. Mm-hmm. He Fowler missed the cut. Did you yep. all see the the six inch uh, oh, yeah, how can we not talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. very disappointing. And I, I mean, we've done it. I, well, let me I'm gonna take that back. <laughs> no, I've done it. We've done it. You're okay, I, I don't want to speak for anybody else. Yeah. I do it a lot, <laughs> more than one occasion. So, but I'm not a professional, not on TV. So I think mm-hmm. pass. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, Jason, uh, uh, Jason Duffner missed it at plus two. Jim Furyk. Uh, our boy Lucas Glover, uh oh, <laughs> the APB, mm-hmm. he makes the cut. 
and our and my favorite, Mr. Sergio Garcia, <laughs> I make the cut at plus six. Thank you. Excellent. Thank Sergio's you. fallen off since that uh, that his first major win, his first major tournament win. He's yeah. fallen off since. That's then. true. That's I true. I guess he figures, you know what? It's been a great career, huh? All right, coming back on the other side of this, we're going to do some uh, Manny Millions, of course. Uh, we've got LPGA to talk about a million-dollar match challenge, and we also have more, uh, some just golf stuff to talk about. Enterprise, uh, Rattlewood, my near-death experience at, uh, at uh, um, I can't even remember where I was. Needwood. Needwood. Yeah, that's coming up next <laughs> on Golf DMV, folks. Stay close. Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV, and everybody who plays golf knows how important the back is to your swing. And when the back goes, the game the goes. goes. And if you're anything like me, your game is trash already, the least, the, the last thing you can afford is issues with your back. So I want to introduce you to the official chiropractor of Golf DMV, uh, Dr. Smith from Cache Spine and Sports. Now, she's conveniently located just outside Silver Spring, convenient to the Beltway. I don't have back issues right now. However, Lawrence Brooks, LB, you've heard his back issues. <laughs> And you are a client of Dr. Smith. Tell us a testimonial. Oh, absolutely. So I found Cache online uh, a couple years ago uh, mm-hmm. after experiencing some issues with my lower back and my actually I have pitched over my neck. Um, I went to a chiropractor initially who could not help me. See. I went to Cache. Mm-hmm. She has different modalities that she can do. She can do dry needles as mm-hmm. well as uh, your regular chiropractic type stuff. And she has this one table right. uh, that I call the guillotine. <laughs> but but I but I love it. I lo- I actually right. I absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I highly recommend her. Um, she is the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. So if you go, tell them that you know we sent you, and uh, I think you'd be eligible for a free gift as well. Check this out, LB. You had an issue with your back, right? Yes. Another chiropractor couldn't get it right, right? Nope, couldn't. And then you went to uh, Cache Spine and Sports, right? Yep. And then they fixed it. She she got me straight. And anytime you have a back issue and it's hurting your golf game, you do what? You go to see Cache. And then what happens? Your golf games get better. If you want your golf game to get better and you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor. Contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693. Say it slower because we say these fast and then people have to write it down. Right. 301-641-5693. 641-5693 or go to Cache Spine uh, Sports.com. That's C-A-S-H-A-E-S-P-I-N-E-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. The official chiropractor, by the way, of Golf DMV. Welcome back to Golf DMV, brought to you in part by Cache Spine Sports. Go to golfdmv.com. Uh, you scroll down to sponsors and friends of the show. You can find out about the best chiropractor. You can't even argue about it in the DMV. You can argue about it in the country, maybe even the world. We can argue about that. But in this area, you're not going to find a better doctor uh, than Dr. Smith. Uh, check her out again, golfdmvpodcast.com. Uh, she is going to make an appearance on the show soon. Uh, we're trying to work all those details out. Mm-hmm. And by details, I mean, you know, just when we're going to do it. She's yeah. busy, though. I mean, she's a, you know, she's got yeah. stuff. She's, she's got a doctor. Yeah. yeah. She's getting married soon. She's got stuff yep. happening. Well, she's engaged. I don't know if the wedding is being planned yet. We'll talk to her about that later when she comes on the show. I don't want to talk about it. Speaking of women, let's jump to the LPGA Tour because what we're going to do is we're skipping the Manny Millions uh, from the PGA Tour and we're highlighting the women uh, in this second segment here because we like the LPGA Tour and we like some of the ladies on the tour. We like following those guys. Oh, those yes. Girls. We love ladies. <laughs> the guy on the internet says, I like women's. <laughs> all right well well said coming into the lpd we're talking we're talking about golf uh <laughs> 2020 we like women's good good advertisement daniel kang huh daniel kang yes uh so last week um oh man uh, i've i am i'm ashamed of myself because i did not write down the name of the tournament 
that she won last week. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but she won. She won. She won last she, week. Marathon yes. Classic. Right. Thank you. So she won two back to back. This this last week, uh, she she uh, score was minus minus fifteen. She won two hundred fifty five thousand dollars. It was a one shot win over Lydia Ko. And what's important about this that you all, if if you all did not pay attention to this, was on the back nine at the thirteenth hole. Lydia Cole had a four-shot lead. Mm. Okay. Oh, and let me stop you there. What's important, too, is that there was a time that Lydia Cole seemed like the next big thing on the LPGA. Tour. I mean, this girl was like a robot, man. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Yep. Knocking, you're taking names and knocking them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, this, this last week, she was, she was on the 13th hole. She had a four-shot lead. Mm-hmm. Ended up going plus four. Oh. In the last five holes, I guess that is, was the 13th. On the 13th hole, I'm sorry. Right. 13th hole, she had a, a four-shot lead. Um, Daniel Kane was, I think she went minus three on the back mm-hmm. and ended up winning by one shot over Lydia Coe. Uh, in, in her uh, post-game, post-match um, uh, interview, she was talking about it. She's like, you know, I'm glad to win and all that kind of stuff. But – you know, and you, you, okay, you kind of had to see it in her demeanor when she talked about how, because her and Lydia Cole are friends, mm-hmm. right? And to see her struggle, because she went plus two on eighteen, she had a chance to win. Lydia, I'm talking about Lydia Cole, right? Lydia, chance to win on eighteen. She went plus. She she went double bogey on eighteen. Mm. Um, and she she played like us. She hit it into the <laughs> into the. I mean, she did. She hit mm-hmm. it into the bunker. She got out of the bunker, hit it across the green into the other bunker, oh. and back out. And Onto the green, two putt. putt to get, yeah, and another long putt that she missed. So it was, it was, it was heart wrenching. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Um, and Daniel King was very uh, cognizant of that. That she and she she witnessed all this too. You know what I mean? So while I'm sure she was elated to win, she hated to win that way. Mm-hmm. Right. See her friend struggle. You know, so much on that last on the last few holes like that. Right. Uh, but but it is what it is. So she won mm-hmm. won two two tournaments in a row. Uh, again, she won two hundred fifty five thousand dollars for the win. Um, just to tell you who else was in the field, our friend Ma, uh, Mariah Stackhouse mm-hmm. was last week's uh, Olivia Millions. <laughs> this week she finished at T thirty eight. Okay. Three. She won eight thousand dollars. <laughs> And Miss Cheyenne Woods uh, made the cut and finished at T fifty nine. How about okay. that? And she won four thousand dollars. Nice. So we're gonna move quickly to the Olivia Millions because I really want to do this one. One thing about Danielle Kango is, is, is you know, if mm-hmm. the LPG, you know, they're always looking for who could be the face. And for years, they've been trying to push Lexi Thompson as the face of the, of the tour. And she's mm-hmm. good, you know what I mean? But yeah. you know, she's she's not getting it like that. It, you know, Danielle Kang. Uh, has the game, and she also has the personality. If you've ever yeah. watched a post-game yeah. press conference with this girl, she is so funny. She gets mm-hmm. it. She's relatable. Yeah. She should she should be the one getting these endorsement deals. She should be the one exactly. that's pushing out there. She, she's got the game, and she's got the personality, mm-hmm. and it seems like she likes being in front of the camera, you know? Right. Yeah. And on top yeah. of all that, she's cute. Okay. Uh, so, you want uh, to say Olivia Millions. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Bern, what were you about to say? <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to say real quick, Daniel Kang, sad about Lydia Cole losing, you know, that way. Um, totally different from our friends, because uh, for those who don't, 
for those who don't know, when we play when we play golf with our buddy Coach Howard, who we couldn't get out this weekend, he likes to, he likes to ask who got what, who scored what, and if you if you bomb it and go into the woods and start dribbling on the last hole and you, you put him up, you gonna hear about it. He's gonna suck it in your face. He's gonna spike the club. You know, not a yeah, yeah. So and he's just more demonstrable. To be honest, if we're being honest, when we're playing each other, if there's a little bit of competition in it, I'm sure we all like 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 Claude says, when we hit a ball and my his is in the fairway and he's like he sees one off in the rough and he knows the one in the fairway is is his. Oh yes. I right. think that's you over there. Yeah. <laughs> but you're secretly, you're secretly very happy that, like, yeah, you over there. Get out of here. Absolutely. Absolutely. All day. All I'm sorry, day. <laughs> All right. So the Olympic means uh, this last week's, yeah, this week's tournament winner, loser, is um, <laughs> Mia Stetcher. C-H-E-C-H-T-E-R. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Plus seven. <laughs> She won uh, $3,062. That's she, not bad for the Olivia. Last place. Yeah. 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 That's not, oh, yeah. Like I, I've heard lower numbers there, yeah. I take yeah. it play week off. So she's a rookie. She's 27 years old. She's 5 foot 11. Can't get her weight because she's a woman. Uh, <laughs> she's a UNC grad. She's a Tar Heel grad. Her hometown, this is mm-hmm. why I talk about her. Her hometown is Tacoma Park, Maryland. Nice. Ooh. Yes, she's a local. She's a local. <laughs> Okay. Um, we're not even going to do her because uh, I gave the answer already because her Manny Millions, well, I'm sorry, I've talked back. Her Olivia Millions, she's only played in two events. She's made one cut. Oh, so okay. she made the number I just gave <laughs> you. Yeah, right. Yeah. right, exactly. So uh, Claude probably would have said, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it wrong. Like, uh, 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 20, right, 27. <laughs> Um, yeah, so she, she's a she's a local product. Um, she went to a high school though that I'm in her profile. And again, PGA people, if you all ever listen to us, it's one person <laughs> PGA. You listen to us. You need to fix the women's the LPGA's website. Right. And you all do statistics is an abomination. It really is. Men's <laughs> everything is right there. It's all calculated out and stuff. The women's I got to go search here. I got to go search there. I got to go. Some other website to get information. It's 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 an abomination. It really is. You fix that. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Um, her hobby. She she loves to play any sport. Her favorite favorite food. No, sorry. Her favorite food is spaghetti and meatballs. Um, That's an odd favorite food to have, isn't it? Yeah. Well, she's a, she's a youngin too. So I mean, okay. spaghetti and meatballs. Who knows? Uh, at least she didn't say, uh, what's the one, SpaghettiOs or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I like Italian food. I, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say anything there. So. Yeah, so she started a, um, she started a golf, a, a GoFundMe page to help. She started this in December of 2019 to help pay for her travel and her caddy costs. Right. Hmm. Her uh, goal is $50,000 as of a day or two ago. She's raised three thousand dollars. Oh, a, oh, come on, people! Me account. Uh, so yeah, maybe so, golf DB, maybe golf DB, maybe I'll make a, a deposit into her GoFundMe. Where can I get more information on her GoFundMe? Uh, go to the GoFundMe uh, website and then put mm-hmm. her name. Okay, and it'll, <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it'll come right up. Right. Um, because I I think that's where I got it from. Either that or her uh, Wikipedia page, one of the two. Okay. But if you Google her name, it'll it'll come right up. Mia X. I like it. Yeah. Um, actually, we we should make a, de- uh, a donation and have her come on the show. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
she yeah. probably she probably would do that, especially if we made a donation. Um, then she could pay us back for giving her some publicity. Okay, so it works out. Immedi- you know, one hand washes the other, right? Yeah, there we go. Yep. Hey, I'm just saying. Just do just something saying. be nice. Yeah, yeah. Split to the <laughs> but yeah, so I was I was glad to see that she she's a local that uh that's on the tour and, and trying to do big things. She had a really good amateur career. I mean, I didn't, I didn't write down all of the uh, statistics and stuff, but she had a really a really decent amateur career. So hopefully she can, uh, you know, keep it going and stay on the tour and, and make some money. Yeah, let's make that happen. Uh, let's talk a little bit of golf. So, um, Vern, you played Enterprise. You had a group out there. Fine. I was going to be a part of the group, but I became flaky on Wednesday and said, yo, I got to work happening. Yeah, I just, ha- I just had projects I had to crank out. And uh, yeah. so uh, there was no me, but there was you. There was uh, me, uh, Rick, Rick's brother, and Damon. Mm-hmm. They, right, right. And now, how, the, how was Enterprise? How the round up? Uh, Did Rick still have his box of balls? Like the 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 no, and I think they were still in his bag from when he put them in from when we were at Madison High Springs. So he didn't he didn't bring the load out out <laughs> bring the cargo the picnic basket. Yeah, the cargo with him. Um, uh, round was uh round went well. I ended up at eighty seven just to cut to the shit. Nice. So it's not too bad. It was yeah, it's, it's one of the like we talk about the disappointing eighty sevens where it could have mm-hmm. been more. I was fighting to get that, but um. Yeah, yeah, driver left me a little bit. But, uh, yeah, other, other than that, went well, Enterprise was in good shape. You heard me talk on this podcast recently, or if, you, if you've been listening, about not being able to get on an Enterprise. And so it wasn't just that Glendale closing filled their tee sheet, but they're still spacing out 15 minutes apart, Claude. So I didn't uh, know. Okay. So there, are fewer, oh. there were fewer tee times. They gave us all individual carts, and they let everybody rock. So they're still yeah. doing that, which, I'm, you know, it's just fine. That's good. Great. So that explains why I couldn't get – because that explained why I couldn't get tee time earlier. But when we were there, our tee time was at 9. For those who listen – who don't know, Enterprise is that course where um, <laughs> if you don't get on at 6.30 to 7 o'clock, you're going to be out there for a good, you're going to be out there good for a good five, five hours. It, 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 it slows down. So at 9, I was like, oh, this is going to be automatic five hours. Only 4.10. Nice. That's what I was going to ask. Okay. Yeah, yeah. When we started playing, I noticed, I was like, where is everybody? I don't see anybody there. And then Damon, <laughs> who's played there a few times, has told me, he's like, yeah, they're still doing 15-minute spacings now we still started to slow down a little bit a little we had some trouble there uh <laughs> for those who don't know i'm i like to play fast so so now what i did was by having my own cart i would just hit, i basically was just in front of everyone the whole time no matter how poorly <laughs> the whole went just to keep them moving um some yeah. people respond to that pressure rick doesn't always sometimes he just is aloof <laughs> he don't just, care he doesn't care he'll just keep yeah. doing the same thing well you're I'll putting out on the you're putting out on the green while they're still looking for balls in the woods yeah, I mean, they're in the fairway and i'm like on the next tee box so i'm like all right so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> Enterprise was in good shape. Uh, the, the round went well. I think Damon played okay. He played about to his standard, somewhere in 90, something like that, maybe a little bit below. Uh, Rick does need, we, we, I told him, he, he was struggling. I can talk about him here because we're friends. He was struggling pretty bad on that back nine. And I told him, I was like, hey, man. So we would normally play with him this weekend. I think we're going out to uh, Compass Point Northeast. Uh, but I told him, you need to take a week off because we're supposed to be going to Bully Rock on the 22nd. And he, mm-hmm. he wants in for that. I was like, you can't, you can't come out to Billy Rock playing like you played it. He could barely make contact with the ball. So he was, <laughs> he was going to go see LB's instructor, Brendan, this week, who was back from vacation, and, mm-hmm. and fix his life, get his stuff in order, and then he will come out to Billy Rock and hopefully have a, a great round. But uh, yeah, Enterprise was good. It was a fun time with the homies. Him and, and Rick's brother, uh, Pete, uh, 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 Pete who, who played pretty well. He did all right. So Nice. And LB, Rattlewood. You both went to Rattlewood, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So this past this is the following day, that's Sunday. Right. So I, I was on my sabbatical this past week. I went down to Solomon's Island mm-hmm. um, in that area. Just as a side note, there's nothing to do 
other least least what I could find. Other than it, sit on the pier and watch boats come and go. Which I, <laughs> for my purposes, it served it served my purposes. The reason why I went to get some R and R and quiet time. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, why you were only there for one day? <laughs> well, yeah, Friday and Saturday. Friday so and Saturday. Came, yeah. Well, I went down Friday afternoon, came home Sunday morning. So yeah, whatever it turns out to be. Um, but yeah, it, was, it, it served my purposes. Um, so yeah, so Vern and I got an afternoon tea time at uh, at uh, Rattlewood. Um, I was a little surprised that well, one that Vern would play that th- that time of day on a Sunday. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, and just so everybody knows, it was one forty that tea time. Yeah, it was one forty. One forty, yeah. Um, and I got up and got dressed, and it, it came straight to the golf because it took me two hours to come from Solomon's up to that way. Um, so yeah, so we got a one forty tea time. We only had one guy play with us. His name was Bill. Bill, okay. Nice <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I remember I Bill. Very straight shooter. Very. He, he loses yeah. up towards the end, though. He loses up towards yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, a little tight, little tight starting out. But he, <laughs> he seemed like he, he was unsure. It was sure of the two brothers he was playing with. Like he didn't, you know. The first thing, <laughs> the first thing he said on the tee box is, "I play ready golf, guys." So I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, That's yeah, right, Bill. Yeah, you know, you black people known to be slow. It's okay, Bill. We play quick. We're good, bro. We're good. Yeah, we had a good time. It was a good time. He was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so we played at we played at Riderwood. Um the course again, you know, like most courses now, with all this rain we're getting and well at least I don't it's raining everywhere except at my house apparently. Right. Um but the course is in good shape. Um I don't I think I don't know if you have any No. Ever no, heard. no, good shape. Yeah, good. Yeah. 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 Standard standard MoCo, yep. Yeah, they're all in good shape. Um I shot an eighty seven there as well. We played nice. sixty one hundred. The whites are 61. Uh, I had one, two, three, four double bogeys, uh, one, two, three, four, five pars, and the rest of uh, both. So, you know, this is what it was. Um, I I like Bridalwood. I don't play it that often. I probably, well, I think I played maybe three times this year so far or something. Yeah. That's where you put up your, uh, your, I think LB's best round was at Rattlewood this year. I want to say it was yeah, yeah. like an 80, 84, 82, something like that. Yeah, something like that. That he put up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. What did you so, think? How did you play at Rattlewood? Uh, not too bad. 89. Not too bad. Okay. This one was a little bit worse than, than Enterprise. I got some work mm-hmm. to do before I, uh, you know, for this weekend. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm counting both these weeks and it's been, it's been raining like crazy. I'm pointing to a window that no one can see because we're on this <laughs> podcast. But uh, <laughs> it's been raining like crazy uh, down here. So I haven't been able to get out of uh, uh, and, and get to the range and stuff like that. But I'm hoping tomorrow, early tomorrow morning, I can get to a grass range and, 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 uh, and put in some work. Are you going to, so I know you're, I know you're busy. We're playing Sunday cause I have to watch the kids Saturday, but are you going to get out this weekend at all? So here's a, so here's what happens with this weekend. So okay. I haven't picked up a club since we played at Hampton Greens. Right. Haven't picked up a club, hadn't swung it, been busy, tied up with work. Then you got rain and the storms and stuff like that. So on the hottest day, it felt like the hottest day of the summer, uh, Tuesday on the, the, the uh, this past Tuesday, a few days ago, I had a window of about four hours, and I said, I'm going to go to Needwood, get a bucket of balls, and just hit for an hour and a half. Okay. It was so hot. Like, the sun was just beating down. But it was still, I, had, I had no choice. It was the only day I was going to be able to swing a club. So I'm out there hacking away. I got a large bucket, ball after ball. I mean, sweat pouring down my face. <laughs> like, I needed windshield wipers to keep the sweat from my eyes. I can't even see the ball because sweat is just all in my eyes. But I wouldn't stop. And, and, and I literally felt like once I got to the end of the, of, of, of the basket, I should leave now. Do not chip. Don't putt. 
but I was, I was feeling really good about how my short game was improving. Right. So I said, you know what? No, I'm going to chip. So I'm out there in the heat. I had two Gatorades, but it's not helping at all. Honestly, by the time I finished chipping and putting, I got to the car. I sat in the car for 30 minutes in the air condition and drinking Gatorade and water. I, I could have died if I stayed out there another 10 minutes. I'm not even lying. Like, I would have I <laughs> been stretched out dead on the putting green at Newwood Golf Course. Only, only golf is going to make you ignore your body. Your body's like, hey, man, we're done here. We're done. I was like, no, no, I'm, let me chip just two more times. I'm telling you. There, I mean, I literally, I literally was like, like, dude, you have heat exhausting right now, and you right. need to start like, nope, haven't swung in a long time. I'm going to keep going. And it, it, I, I wasn't hydrated properly until after I got in the car it was it was a bad decision but I had to do it I mean I had no other, I mean I hadn't hit uh, uh since Hampshire Greens and I know right. Bully Rock's coming up and and to be honest with you on the range it's like I hadn't hit a club before I mean I was really? just hooking everything which is not my miss I was right. I'm hooking everything's hooking so I don't know so I'm, I'm, I, this weekend I'm hoping to get to a range so uh, uh, one of my wife's cousin in Ohio is having a birthday dinner or something like that and so they wanted, she wants to drive up there to, uh, or, or whatever. And so, which is fine because some of the stuff that I do on Sunday mornings for my church impact, I, I do on Zoom anyway, so I can do it from there. But I cleared out, I'm clearing out all of my work for the most part uh, for media and radio stuff to where I'll be able to, I think I'm going to be able to play up there if it doesn't rain, obviously. And so I look mm. at the forecast and we, Saturday morning might be a good time to, to get out and play. And I played the course up there called Firefox, which is really nice. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Blue Mash, um, Link style kind of course, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think I'm a um, I think I'm gonna try to get up there and hit this weekend. Um, so we'll see. Okay. I don't know, but I'll report back if I, if if, I, if I'm able to um, to hit on that. So you got this one million dollar match thing, uh, Vern, that you sent a, yeah. a text that there was this concept uh, that you wanted to discuss a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So on golf, it just popped up today on uh, golf.com. There's an article about uh, I think it's titled. If two fifty handicappers play for a million dollars, would you tune in and watch? Now I don't know what made me click on it because the question <laughs> off the top is probably no. But I was just like, well, what is what is this about? This is a good idea, I think. I like it. They they basically say um, you set up like a contest or whatever. The producers have to choose people enter and say, hey, I want almost like a reality show. I want to mm-hmm. they go do the golf thing. They pick the winners and the winners have twenty four hours. They get notified and they have twenty four hours to show up. In this example, they gave like Pebble Beach, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you got twenty. If you want to take advantage, you got twenty four hours. So. You show up to the thing. There's no range or anything. This is what I love. No range, no chipping, whatever. Into 24 hours later, you're at the golf course. You get paired up with a pro. I think in their in their situation, they had like a captain of Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson is what they use. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd be cool with like being anybody. You get a, a pro captain, like somebody with a name or whatever. This would be on TV, so they got to get somebody popular. Um, and yeah, straight to the first tee box. You versus the other guy. They specified, I think, like a 13 to 15 handicap. Mm-hmm. Uh, two guys in the same range or whatever. And uh, I think they even mentioned like the, the gentleman uh, actually written by uh, Alan Bastable. I hope that's how you say your name, Alan Bastable. But he basically said that one of the criticisms would be, you know, oh, you know, programs. Nobody wants to watch programs. That's true. But he said this is a match for a million dollars between mm-hmm. two regular Joes mm-hmm. uh, where the pressure he thinks would be stimulating, would be captivating to be watching how two guys perform. I particularly, I don't know why I I gravitated to the idea of basically having to show up 24 hours later to a course, any course, whatever. And then no, no warm up time. You swing a couple club, a couple of times and you're going to hit because that's how we play on the weekend. (laughs) So how would that be magnified with Mm -hmm. the million dollar prize money? Also, I think one of the rules he said was the captains are like coach, you know, they're playing with you through the round. I don't think their scores count, but you can use them as a lifeline 
for I think three shots on the front and three shots on the back. Okay. Now, which, okay. which which I like. Now I folded, I folded uh, this to Claude and LB, and, and Claude correctly said because the, the one thing, the one fault I thought wasn't the pro am thing. It would be, man, eighteen holes. Eighteen holes is a long time. One, two. Um, what if one of them just starts like to just bomb like have a rick session or like just fall <laughs> right. apart you what you can't broadcast that for an extended period of time nobody wants to see that especially right. there so there should be like a mercy rule or a concede button or something where it's like hey if he gets too many too many holes ahead mm-hmm. that's it because we don't want to just show a hacker just struggling to death right. on the ring because we saw <laughs> that with, on the fairway we saw that with tom brady when they had to just stop showing tom brady's shot tracer in the, in the match and he's, and he's a popular he's a personality people want to hear from right. him so they that's definitely right. wouldn't want to see that from a hacker so claude had the good uh, modification, I think, of saying, hey, just make it a nine-hole sprint, which I was yeah. down with. Make it a nine-hole sprint. And I told LB, it doesn't have to be a million dollars. Like, if we can get, you know, I'm 25000 find- I'll do it for 25000 Oh, you'll do Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, $25,000. Yeah, put up, put up your own 25 stacks and we'll, we'll get this popping. But um, <laughs> if we could find a sponsor. I started legit thinking about, like, how are ways we could do this as the podcast? Mm-hmm. Like, a nine-hole battle just between two people. And we could just pick two local pros. It could be yeah, Garrett, yeah, yeah. Garrett and, and mm-hmm. Ryan Chaney or whoever else is hitting out here. It'd be like, sure. these are two local pros that you get Our girl shots. Ariel, maybe. For, yeah, uh, Ariel. Yeah. Get from, it in. From, from top golf. So I just thought it was a I just thought it was a dope idea. I'm curious if the listeners uh go check it out. Go just go to golf.com. It's on the main page right now. Search million dollar match or something like that. Um and, and look at the format. But I like the idea of watching two hackers. This basically what, what was the show? The big break. Except yeah, right. Yeah. It's reality TV for golfers, except it's just regular hackers. And, I and thought, yeah, those folks on big break, I mean they're yeah. they're nowhere near 15 handicapped. No, no, there's zero. Yeah, scratch. Yeah, yeah. And that and that people watch that. So mm-hmm. uh, more and more, if I'm being honest, more than anything. I wanted to be in the competition. I would actually like to. <laughs> I would actually like to do this. I want to go yeah, up against. Absolutely. I want to go up against another fifty handicapper and see how I hold up for a million dollars. Because there is something about, like I've said on here before, there's something about when we play with coach or even amongst ourselves. If we do just a little friendly competition, mm-hmm. I lose sometimes, but it makes me focus more yeah. when I'm trying to win or, or come out with a match. I think Steve, when we played with Steve Krupp and Claude, a lot of times he, he does some sort of friendly he match or whatever. Game, and at the yeah, end, man. Yeah, it just helps me focus up and hit good shots. So I thought I that was it. I think you need to do the burn. You need to enter those uh, – and I've thought about it, but I um, my, my game scares me that I won't do it. Right. They have that, that uh, tour uh, with the flights. It's an amateur. I've seen that. Tour. Yeah. I've, played, I've played with some guys before that are in those flights. Um, and their games are comparable to ours. I mean, you just you, you your flight is based on your ability. Handy, on your so handicap, yeah. Handicap, you're in the 16 handicap flight. So you're playing against people that are in your, you know, in your in your wheelhouse. Um, but it does provide some competition. And those guys go to Myrtle Beach at the end of the season. Right. You know, for comp you know, once you mm-hmm. if you win, you know, come to top five of your flight, then you at the end of the season, you're going to Myrtle Beach to pay in a national competition. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. I, I think one of the things I like about this thing too, Claude, is where would the shots and it'll be where what shots would the amateur choose to have the pros hit, and then right. please let it be shots that they don't mess up because then now I don't want no beef between. <laughs> right. Like, all right, Tiger, I need you to hit this long iron into the green, and then he right. pulls it, and he's sitting there looking mad, and then Tiger's not having that. He could be like, man, I want fourteen majors, bro. I'm out here. Right, exactly. Get out of here. I'll give you a million dollars out of my pocket if you want it. Right. <laughs> you chest them up on the, on the fairway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but you know, the smart thing to do would be 
use your own drive and get as close to the green as you can and have them either putt Short one game. for you or yeah. chip on the green for you. Yeah, you for putt. field especially. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, you that's, got that field, absolutely. Yeah, Short yeah. game work. Short game yeah. work. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah. Phil's uh, long game is no it's trash. But his foot game is still good. Right. Get it into the woods and let him chip it up up, the, up onto the green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <it is. laughs> right. All right, folks, that's Golf DMV. Uh, we'll have some stuff to talk about next week, more rounds, more golf foolishness, some PGA stuff. We'll see if Brooks Tucker can make the cut at the Wyndham Championship. <laughs> and maybe he's becoming the new Bryson DeChambeau. We'll see. All right, folks, check you out next week.